Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies. What did you want to bring up here? Uh, something annoyed me yesterday on our radio station. You're going to do this now? You're yeah. really going to do this? Yeah. Because we have said before, like, I am not going to ever refer to Donovan Mitchell as Spida. It's not happening. It's not that I don't think it's a cool nickname for kids to rally around, whatever. I feel stupid as a grown man calling any of these guys by their nickname. I just, I just never even did it with LeBron. Did you ever say, well, the chosen one suits up tonight at... Like, you didn't do that as an update anchor? No, You didn't never. say cranky dinosaurs? You know what? You didn't say Motor City Kitties? Uh, I was not going to steal from the great Jeff Thomas. You didn't say... 13-time uh, Silver Sow Award winner. You didn't say... Uh, no, you know what? Can't do that. Want to get in a lot of trouble for that one. Oh, come on. No. So I don't... Like, Kobe Bryant never called him Mamba. What are all the nicknames? I don't know. Who are the, who are the big nickname guys? Who are the big nickname sports guys? <laughs> I just remembered something. I can't. I can't even bring it up on the podcast. Why not? No, I can't. I can't. I want to so bad, Keith. I, I want to bring Keith back in here, but I can't do it. I can't. It's about. It's about Kobe Bryant. It's about Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's about Kobe Bryant. <laughs> it's 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 about a host and Kobe Bryant. Are there any nicknames that, uh, like, we as a show, we never use nicknames? <clears throat> oh, gosh. What? No. Are there? Who? Who would they be? We use Big Jumbo at Maple Heights. Yeah, we are against that for the most part. Mr. 216. I'm not a fan of that unless guys kind of earn their nicknames and it makes sense. If someone just calls up and says, Mitch on well, Saint this is my nickname. We used to have this debate. Mitch on St. Clair is not a nickname. That's his but it's name and his location. It's a street, yeah. But most people go by so and so in Cleveland. Like yeah. I think when you get, I think when we say you're on a street. Okay, I'm just gonna say it now because it's bothering me, and yeah. I don't want people to think I was laughing about something else. So, after Kobe passed away, you were laughed about it. No, there Gee. were certain stop. There were certain hosts on this station that never spoke about Kobe Bryant before. And then it's the mama mentality, man. Oh, it's God. the mama mentality. Oh. And they kept doing it, and I kept hearing it, and I would always let Lima know. <laughs> and look, stop texting me. Stop it. I go, mama mentality. They're mentioning it again. Mama mentality. They had never mentioned anything. I don't think the word Kobe Bryant had passed their lips. Right. And then the next, for the next, I mean for the next month, because then you had coronavirus. But for the next month, everything was the mama mentality. 
Everything. That is annoying. Everything. Yeah. They brought it up every show. I think there are hosts or just media personalities in general who feel, because they're on Twitter all day, every day, that they need to say something about someone. They just... I don't... They Listen, have to because they well, don't want to be questioned. Is it about death or is it about everything? Everything. everything. Um, when it comes to to death, um, I I don't know. What, what, there's some folks like, what can you say? You know, what, yeah, you what, know what? can I you didn't, say? I didn't post anything. I thought you'd be crying when okay. I called you about Kobe when he died. Yeah, it was a weird one. It was it was weird. I had other friends who thought the same because Kobe was just you have these. Then you said he wasn't even in your top five. Did hold him out of the top five? These weird fascinations we have with athletes—they become your favorite athlete. Whether whatever happens off the field, off the court, whatever, they become your favorite just because you like watching them. You've gotten more arguments. Normally, that's what it is too. You get in more arguments about a player, and if you are always defending a player, it kind of becomes your guy. Man, I'm glad I got that off my chest. Go ahead. Uh, but I was I was saying that I didn't tweet anything about John Adams, uh, who who passed away. See, I did. this week, Th- I and that's did. fine. I didn't, and I've probably talked to him in person. I mean, geez, because I'm in the media, because he would come by, and then also at various functions, various events I used to hobnob at. I've probably talked to him twenty sometimes in my life, and we always had good conversation, but. I'm not friends with him. And you know what? I looked at Twitter, and I'm like, I think everybody's got it covered. And that's kind of my methodology on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I saw all the great stories. Terry Pluto had an unbelievable story. And a yes. lot of the baseball-oriented people just had great anecdotes with him. I mean, the guy's been around the organization for 50 years. There's so much joy that he brought to a lot of people, and everybody has a meeting with him. If you yeah. ever went to a game at some point in your life, if you were a big fan, you went and talked to him, or at least sought him out. You wanted to ask him, how does he do it? How does he come to every game? What about the commitment? Like, everybody has a question they'd like yeah. to ask a guy like that. Yeah. And I just looked at Twitter, and I'm like, yeah, I think everyone's got it covered. <laughs> really? And I'm like, I don't, need, I don't need to add to this conversation. I don't. And obviously, we, we, we had kind of well, been tipped off that he was, how, how hard this had been for him, how yeah. he was dealing with it. And, you know, we were talking about leading up to the playoffs last year. What are we going to do? We're not going to have him here. Are we going to have a celebrity? Are we going to play him? A recording of him. I'm like, please tell me you got recordings of him. And they're like, yes, yes, we did. I'm like, perfect, perfect. He never, it never should die. His spirit should never die at those games. You should always mm-hmm. hear his drum. Well, it's synonymous with I, Cleveland baseball. I think there's certain celebrities that hit us hit us differently. Because um, I I do I know you're very odd about these type of things. Mm-hmm. You don't you're not moved like I'm moved about the, I know. Now I know you know it has to be somebody that was really close to me and that Les Levine mm-hmm. uh, I shared a bunch of stories about Les. That meant a lot to me because he was a mentor. He was a friend. We talked on the phone even when I wasn't in this market. Mm-hmm. I'd called his shows when I was young. You know, that's cool, the kind I of ca- less shoe. That's the kind of connection I have with him. I have so many cassettes of me calling his show. And John Adams was special to so many people and I looked and I'm like Oh, all these people have better stories than me. All these people have had longer runs with John Adams than I have, it seems. Or Well, I just don't. Well, there's certain deferred. people. You know, that's that's interesting you brought that up because I think radio people love to glom onto that. They love when, when, a, when an actual, like John Adams was a celebrity, and I think he's an actual celebrity. And I think that radio people, it's such a, it's such a special type of narcissism that – 
they believe they're celebrities, then they want to glob on to other people's celebrities. So you always see, and I, you always kind of cringe at it. And they want to be a part of the conversation yeah. in the moment yes, that people, people are having. People are people die, and they have to have their picture with them. Oh, so-and-so came through Sheboygan back in, yeah. back in 1997. This is my picture with him. And it's always that same stupid pose that you're pointing at the guy <laughs> that you're with, and you have that stupid look on your face because with the exception of you um, – most of us, if you worked in radio, worked at a, worked at a music station before, and you were, mm-hmm. you know, Joey in the butt in, in the morning in, in in Stevens Point, Wisconsin, or something mm-hmm. like that. But um, I've always, for whatever reason, always been conscious conscience conscious mm-hmm. about that, and I never really wanted to do that because we we love to make it about ourselves. The it, but I also I, I always go. What is what is my story with this person? Am I as close with this person as I is? I believe, or I want people to believe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Like. What, what, oh, real, a, uh, well, I was going to share something with you. Very personal here. With and it, we, it's weird. I, we didn't talk about death too much this week. I really want to get to like subscription mm-hmm. channels and maybe whatever you want to. I got about. an idea about uh, funerals and wakes. I want to share with you. Oh, okay. Um. Wait, are you going to do Funeral Fast Pass again? <laughs> okay. Every show from here so, on out. Like John Adams dies, and they, they ask us, they ask me, they go, do you have any stories with Mike? So, oh, yeah, I got the story when I, when I first met him. They go, okay, tell that. I go, okay, great. And, you know, we do that for TV. And I didn't want to make it out to be more than what it was. I did not hang out with John too terribly much. We had messaged before. Um, but he was, you know, he was a busy man going to baseball games and I'm a busy person going to football games and that was it. Um, and I, and I kind of, I took him in as he is one of the guys that I'm kind of a fan of because I saw him when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. So when I see, it's almost larger than life. Yes. Yes. So I don't like, it's like, I don't want to bother you. I don't want to do that. It's, I don't want to be weird about it. So I didn't want to do that. And it was almost the same thing. And I'll tell you this: when Michael passed away, now this is going to be interesting. I we at night spent a lot of time. I would go in and and talk to Michael. I didn't want to bother him his whole show, but I would go in and I would talk to Michael during his afternoon show at, at NCX. Ninety minutes a day, yeah, at least an hour. And I mean, I would just sit there and honestly. I would just sit there and listen, and he would tell stories about you know the time he toured with the Eagles and stuff like. I mean, there's a lot of the, the Ted Nugent story and the, the 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 time Ted Nugent walks in and he sees an acoustic guitar and he's like, I don't think I'd play that. I don't think they're there to see that. Like that type. Of, like there's good and he would tell some really good stories, and then he passes away, and you see just this huge swell of people mm-hmm. because he was such a huge icon. Locally in radio, down to in, earth. in music, and in radio and in TV, and it was this perfect storm of radio people, TV people, and and what Michael meant to. And Michael was a very friendly person, so Michael made everybody feel good. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, I, I talked a lot to Michael. I did. I talked a lot to him, and we texted. We te- I te- me and Michael were texting about mm-hmm. my sons. <laughs> um. Probably, I had no idea he was that sick. I had zero clue a couple weeks before he died because it was like a shock to me that I knew he was sick, but I didn't know he was that sick. And um, I, 
it was I, I just I quickly go I quickly in my head go there are certain things that just aren't your place. Let it be. Like I remember like his his family runs um this music record label type of you know, I, I can't really explain it. It's like a music company. And there was a picture that was signed to my mother of uh, him and Jan Jones from PM Magazine. Mm-hmm. And I, I shared it on my Facebook, but I, I sent it to them. I go, hey, I don't – here, you know, this is it. I, just, I don't want any whatever. You know what I mean? I wanted to be respectful of them. I go, it's their father. I wanted to be respectful of them. I wanted to keep my distance away from them in that whole – I mean, I, I feel comfortable telling it now. It's been a couple years now. Since since we lost Michael, has it been a couple of years? Been, I think it's been about two years. Go, going to be next month. Twenty one, I believe. God, I'm yeah. Yeah. Every death, years. every death seems to be last year to me. Well, I remember, God, I remember driving and I heard Bill and I heard Paula doing it. And Paula made me start crying in yeah, the truck. I heard that. Yeah, because I when they when I first found out I was in the basement, uh, someone texted me, and I remember it, like didn't hit me. And then I had to go pick something up in the truck, and I heard Paula, and I'm just like. Jesus, it was Bill sat- and- it was Saturday, right? Yeah, it was a Saturday. And so Paula came in, and Paula and Bill yep. did some great. And then Kenny was on at night then, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. did an awesome job that night. And it was I felt terrible. Then- I did the same thing. I said it was a day that I didn't have business in the car that day, but I had to listen to all that. And the pot. This is weird. I'm saying this on the podcast because I wouldn't feel comfortable saying all this on the radio uh, and telling you this on the radio. Just because I knew Michael, I knew Michael as as well as I could, because I knew my parents were big fan big fans of his. Um, my my biggest regret is I never went to go see him, and there and and there were invitations, and I just I I couldn't I, because of other obligations, and he ne- he never made a big deal, didn't care, you know, it's Michael, he didn't, you know, whatever, he didn't care, but I I, I still regret that. But um, I I just don't like it when we make too big of an issue at that time when they die, when we make it about ourselves in that moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless it's unless it's somebody who is really really close to us. Like if like if you were to pass away in the next month, it'd be a very difficult thing for me and a very difficult thing for us. You and Peter Lynn would be fine. Okay, whatever. But it, but it, but it would be, but it, it would be a very difficult thing for us. Mm. But I don't know. I would. It'd be inter- especially with you. It'd be interesting to see. I probably would get very surly very quickly <laughs> with some people going, "Oh, Anthony. Oh," and I go, "I know some of the things you were trying to tell me about Anthony back in the day. You son of a like. I would. I would probably get a little bit upset about that." But um, oh, you know. liked him so much. Why didn't you hire him? I feel the same, but I feel the same way you do. I really do. I feel the same way you do. So I'm, I'm selective in. Mm-hmm. I don't feel I should tweet about every single celebrity who passes. Um, yeah, I felt I felt weird, but I was like, you know what? I kind of want people to know this. The Stu Scott when Stu Scott passed away, I just had one run in with Stu Scott in my life, and obviously Trailblazer. An innovator. Uh, he spawned a bunch of bad copycats. Unfortunately, that was the downside to somebody who was good and powerful as Stu Scott. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm like, man, I got to tell the story of when I was at a random golf tournament in Central New York, and he saw that I was struggling <coughs> with one camera. We call ourselves one man bands when you're out there yeah. shooting all your own stuff and editing and writing. 
and he saw I was having trouble, and he came over, and he took the camera. He goes, hey, I'll help you with this. I'll help you do a stand-up, which is when you shoot yourself on camera. He goes, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot this. I go, no. He goes, no. He goes, you'll be here all day. I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. See, but then I know Not you. I was getting thing. ready to jump on you for calling him Stu Scott as many times That's as you me and did. Stu. Yeah, it's your but, That's, You know, we go back. But he did an awesome thing, so call him Stu Scott. But it was. It was, it was honestly, like, such a cool thing. How I'm like, takes? I'm going to share that story. How many takes? Oh, then I melted. I mean, I'm like, oh, my God. See, that's the problem. Yeah, it was. I almost would have rather had him not do it. Did I you? told you. I get, see, I get so nervous around other broadcasters. But did you tell him, like, dude, I'm a big fan of yours. Like, I can't. No, you know what? Because I think that would have helped you get over the nerves. I actually didn't because I felt weird about doing that. It is a, it, it, boy, that, it is I, a weird thing to, to try to digest right. that all in the moment. Uh, let, me, let me raise my hand on this. I have texted Jim apologies for my questions. I think he, I, <laughs> and I think that Jim. Have you apologized for my questions? No, never. But I go, but I, 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 I go, I, <laughs> I can't believe well, I'm saying you this. Feel, you feel like you're on a different level from Jim, right? I think a lot of listeners. Jim's put, up here and I'm down yeah, here. But a lot and, of listeners would put you guys on the same level. No, no. Jim is at a different level. <laughs> and I, but. I respect Jim, and Jim knows that. J- Donovan, by the way, you know. But I have texted apologies for, hey, I'm sorry those questions were long-winded. Hey, like, <laughs> things like that. Now, I don't do it every time because I don't want him to think I'm disingenuous or anything like that. Um, but there's been times where I have not liked my questions to Jim, and, I, and, I, and I'm very nervous about the time that he gives us and making sure of it because I – yeah, it, it's it's important to be liked. Okay, I'll just come out and say it. it's important. <laughs> it's important that some of the some of the people uh, in who've come before us really like us. And so, yeah, you definitely want to ingratiate yourself to those people um, in TV. Uh, Stephanie Schaefer, I'm still very mm. nervous around her because they can make or break in I've, show business. You've been watching those people for a, for a, for a while, and she's the queen, and I'm terrified. Uh, she's by the way, she's extremely nice. And I think she knows I'm nervous, and so she tries to be nice, nicer around me. Mm-hmm. But uh, she knows I'm just I'm like sh- I'm almost shaking, trembling, well, nervous. That's weird because I we've... don't want I don't want to leave. I don't <laughs> want to leave a bad impression with her, and I and it's the same way with Jim. Boy, it's so. By the way, real quick, it's so interesting when this this station launched. Yeah, I walked on eggshells around Jeff Phelps. Because really? I'd been watching Jeff Phelps. I'd never tell him this. He's on the air anyway as we speak. He can't hear this. I remember Jeff Phelps from the old Channel 43 days. And he did something in local sports that I thought was very unique that no one did around the country. Uh, I'm not going to go Cleveland into detail about it. But he did, he did something very cool. He just did something very cool in local sports, a way that I hadn't seen sports be shown locally before. So I was always envious and always like, man, if I had a hook like this, I could go far in this business. And yet the other show was Bull and Fox, and I was trying to get in on their show uh-huh. and was trying to, to, to force myself on their show. I didn't walk on eggshells around them. I didn't care. There have been. But Jeff Phelps, I was, ner- I I was right. like, I'm not going to speak until I'm spoken to. I think to. you're right. I think you're right because with Jeff, and I realize this because Jeff is – Jeff is 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 very inviting. Mm-hmm. He's very understated, but there's a lot of things that Jeff has given me as fatherly advice, almost that I've disagreed with, and I would not say anything to Jeff about. <laughs> I wouldn't funny. say anything to Jeff about. Uh, one time, Jeff found out Liz was pregnant for the first time ever, 
Liz told him first? No. Oh. That's weird. And uh, I was around Jeff. Uh, we were downtown, and a lot of people found out that Liz was pregnant. And so, since I was a lot younger than you, a lot of people wanted to celebrate. So I had had a couple of drinks, <laughs> and I ended up being around. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Jeff in that moment when I'd had a couple of drinks. And Jeff then became concerned <laughs> because Jeff found out that Liz was pregnant and then... And Falar, I can't believe I'm telling this story on the podcast. Falar had to tell Jeff, like, hey, he, everybody just found out his wife was pregnant. Like, they, they, were, they were celebrating. They were getting him drunk. Like, because Jeff's like, does he, have a, does he have a problem? And, I mean, 10 years later. I mean, we now we have a problem. But, um, but, they, but he, Jeff's like, do we, need to, do we need to talk to Kenny about this? Because like, Jeff is Jeff's a good man. Jeff's a really good man, and so I know that he cares. He's, but there's he's things that, seen the pitfalls over time, yes, fellow coworkers. But there has been things that there's things that Jeff believes, and Jeff believes is right. And I don't disagree with him at the time. I just stick it in a pocket because I go, I haven't been where Jeff is yet. I don't want to say I don't want to sit there and disagree with Jeff and show my ass. It's better to just sit there and listen and nod. And think about that, because I'm sure there's been times where Jeff's end up, ended up being right about certain situations. There's times where I, and by the way, I there's times I 100% agree with Jeff. There's times I 100% agree with Baskin. And ba- ba- I have a story with your Stu Scott story. Baskin did the same thing for me in college. Uh, the Zips were going to the tournament for the first time since Bob Huggins. And we were in a big gaggle. 
of media, and I'm trying to get my mic in, and Baskin grabbed my mic and held my mic for me. And because he always says the girl I was with at the time, uh, I wasn't like with her with her, but she was she was with me physically working. He's like, boy, she was really mean to you. And I go, ah, she was just in a bad mood. He goes, no, she was really mean. So he goes, he he said he, he remembers it to this day. That was nice. I felt bad, so I grabbed your mic. So he was always great about it. But I don't know. I've always just treated, I've always just treated those guys differently, and um, I've always been afraid to mess up in front of them. Oh, it was afraid to mess up in front of Les. You name it. Tom Hamilton. Mm-hmm. I'm, I still haven't met Tom Hamilton, and I'm afraid to meet Tom Hamilton. And I know his son, and I'm afraid mm-hmm. to meet his father. Because I'm afraid to meet he the guy. He seems, in our line of work, like it seems like he might be intimidating when probably isn't. He probably is uh, a, a lovable guy. His but son's yeah, wonderful. I, we've been watching and Brad's listening to him. Guy. Yeah, I, I mean, even the, you forget he used to do all the Ohio State basketball games. He called me he, when he first came to With Cleveland. Bill Hoskett. He's 27, his son. When he first came to Cleveland, he was still called because he was an intern at Friday Night Touchdown. And he was calling me Mr. Carmen then. And I'm like, eh, I'm not. At the time I started at Friday Night Touch, and I was 32, and now I'm 36. Mm-hmm. And he came back from Wisconsin, and he works in Cleveland now. And he was calling me Mr. Carmen. I go, Brad, you're a, you're a father and a husband now. We we can. You're Brad. Dispense and with those pleasantries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Formalities. We, we I go say. by first names here, bud. But he's such a wonderful kid, and I'm going, well, his father must be. So does this make you think about how we treat, say, the younger whippersnappers in the business like AA? Mm-mm. I'm hard on AA for a reason. What? I'm hard on AA for a reason. I'll admit I'm hard on AA. Why not? Are we too hard on AA? No. I don't think so. Okay. He might disagree. I just want to make sure. First off, Double A is a co-worker. Okay, what about Andrew Hody? I love Hody. I think Hody's a hoot. I incorporated him into the shows from day one. I, I saw, think Ho- Hody's I saw a blast. potential. Hody is such an interesting he character. He has charisma. You just he has me. potential. He just reminded me. Somebody sent me an email, and I have to get back to them. A young man, a nice young man. Um, How come I didn't get any of that treatment, Lima? Because you're different, you're older than us. I was kind of scared of you. And you're a vet. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Owen, when you were working with me on the weekends, I had such a blast with you. And then it seemed like when I got the job and then you got the job and we were in the mornings, it was like a little more stress. Yeah. And the show wasn't doing well. And I think we're all on pins and needles. So there was a... It was a weird time in the show's man, I, history. You love bringing up the, the the bad days, man. You love doing that. I, I hate doing that. I know. I so, I know you like to remind me. Just so to make all sure the we fun stay. and games that we were doing on the weekends when no one cared, no one was listening, right. and we were just having fun. So I used to have stand up comedians on the show doing characters and stuff. Stuff you just don't do anymore. Stuff that was like radio that I had heard growing up, and I realized, oh yeah, people don't really do that anymore. That's not as entertaining yeah. to people. So it's time to evolve a little bit. Then when we, you know, got the morning show, it was like we were all getting yelled at every day. So, <laughs> so Oh yeah, it sucked. So it sucked. I, we got we had long, angry meetings. And then, and then you know the next day. thing the next thing that happens is you play the blame game. You start blaming everybody but yourself. Uh-huh. So I blamed Owen a lot. There were things I didn't like that you did. There were things that I would go home and go, Man, that was stupid. Why did I yep. do that? And we would argue about Everything we would do because things against the wall, we couldn't get bits. the ratings up. So you always want to believe it's not you. The first 
conclusion you always jump to is it's them. It's not me. I'm I, I'm good at this. No matter how good or bad you are at something, you never want to believe that you're the reason that something sucks. So you punt. You 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 blame everybody else. Uh, with Owen, oh, I swear to God, with Owen, and I'm that's not why it up. Kevin Stefanski needs to step down. <laughs> with Owen, with Owen, Owen's always been different because what Double A does that historically has been. We, I mean, we are getting really inside baseball here. But ah, you know people what? like this, don't they? So. Might be a select we'll, few, we'll but they talk like about it. Hulu at another time. Maybe with with what Double A does, that is a very demanding spot, and I'm aware it's a very demanding spot. But I want more for Double A, and I I want him to be on the air more, and I want him to do that. But I also know that he may have started later, or he you know for all the reasons that I can't really I don't want to say on air. I I wish he were further along at the place he was at before before he got here because I think he'd be in a better spot here. Um, but when it comes to Owen, I can't talk to Owen like that because Owen's older than me. Owen is an Air Force veteran. I'm not going to say things to a to a. I'm I'm simply not going to say things to a military veteran to a man who's older than me that I'm going to say to a person who's younger than me and who has and and who in a lot of ways, <clears throat> even over coworkers, there's some things I'm 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 trying to teach him on. And we go over some of his segments, and there's times where I make him make him go over some of his segments with me, like the Chubb segment. And there's segments where exactly. Well, no, and I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up because I go, okay, if you got if you have confidence in it, because it is it is a different animal to do that segment on a Saturday morning on the fan, where it's more passive. People are getting up, they're getting donuts. They're going to Home Depot. And they want to listen to conversation. Then it is. And we found this out the hard way. This is the biggest thing, and this is what I wanted to show Double A. Because we are. I'm I'm five years older than Double A, but in radio years, I got ten years on Double A. Okay? And and I'm still of the generation where I got yelled at by my old bosses. Addressed down. We we told those stories. Yeah, this doesn't happen anymore. I can't talk to Double A like that. But this was the whole basis of us doing that Chubb segment. I'm going to actually take you behind it. Lima knows this. Owen doesn't. And the listener does it now. <laughs> the whole basis of doing that Chubb segment is the lesson I learned. Because when I went from nighttime, where we had a very wonderful following with wonderful people. Drug-induced weirdos. We stop. We, I know we can't. Well, some people are like, well, you don't do the things you do at night. I go, I get fired. It's a different, different By the way, I get fired. Some of the stuff I did, if I were still doing it at night, I'd get fired now. Yes. Some yes. of the stuff I did. It's just times have changed that quickly. That was 11 years ago. Exactly. But, well, not from nights, it was seven years ago. So when I go from nights to mornings, I thought everybody on the fan, everybody listens to the fan. They all know who I am. They did not know. And when you share those opinions at night and you have time to stretch them out and times to explain yourself, people understand you more. When you're with somebody else, you got to be quicker, and there's there's a difference there. The pace and is by entirely the way, different. There are people driving around and they're just enjoying themselves at night. Where in the morning, they got so many things going on. They're an angrier listener. It doesn't matter if you're in Cleveland, Chicago, Charlotte, New York. Doesn't matter. They're an angrier listener because they're starting their day, and most people are going to a place they kind of don't like going to. 
Most people don't like going to work. Okay? Yeah, like Baskin so, and Phelps when they're on their way in. So it's up to you. Man, that would have been a great dropping spot. Um, that would have been a great drop. <laughs> so I know that when you share a when you share an opinion like that, that I hate, you better mm-hmm. you better share it and back it up. So it's one thing for for Double A to do it on a Saturday. It's another thing for him to do it with us. And so it's like, okay, come into the lion's den and share that opinion. Buddy. And it went a little step bit different on, that step day. Step on into this cage and share it with us. And, well, and Owen, know, Owen, you know this. We have made somebody cry in there before. Oh, yeah. Um, we're not going to tell tell who. I we will. did? We've, Text me. We've you. made a grown man cry in there before over over opinions. Now, that person didn't do their homework. Yeah. They were upset. The other thing is, and that's been smoothed over. Was I involved in no, that? No, you weren't. The no, other you thing weren't. is, Damn it. is with him. You know, as soon as I tell you the phrase, you I got know. mad at you. Because you could see he he started humming a humming a humming a humming a. Because I started giving that damn yeah. look. I got that crazy look in my eye, and I wanted him go go go. But at the same time, for Double A, I got to understand, and I did understand. But I wanted him to do it. I wanted him to do it, and he will. I have faith in him that he will. Because he went through that experience, and at some point he's going to go. You know what? I don't give a damn about Twitter. But he has the problem of. He knew it wasn't going to be very popular on the phones, and he has to answer the phones, and he's arguing that yes. point with me. That was It's something that you learn, especially going from the weekend <laughs> to the the morning show, right? On yeah. the weekend, you can have your opinion, and, the, and you don't really have to be on guard and ready for battle. You better be ready for battle before the battle even starts on in the morning, right? Yeah. And that's something that even I've seen from you guys – as the show has progressed and however many years it's been now, Ken, you were you were ready to fight. You weren't ready for battle with Anthony kind of early on in the show. Like we've talked about how my my definition of Anthony is he's a professional debater that loves sports and most people are ninety nine percent of yeah, radio guys. They're sports are the other fans way. that yeah, I'll try a debate here once or twice. Mm-hmm. Like it's totally different, right? So Double A comes into that, and he's just not ready to battle <laughs> not yet. Not seasoned enough? He's just not. It's something that I learned early on in the show when I tried to insert myself. And I could tell quickly, like, it is going nowhere. And you gotta be a, you've got to be ready to, at any moment, get personal if you need to. As a chip. That's not how you win the battle, <laughs> but you use that in the fight. It's a nice, it's a nice feature and of there's, the show. But it's something just going the other day when... When Lima's trying to abolish the bush push, <laughs> two two or three years ago, I'm probably not getting involved in that. That conversation. was a great. Owen, you made you made a you made a stand there. Mm-hmm. But I do in my head. I said that's idiotic, and now I have the uh, I've had enough seasoning in it to go. Let's go in. I'm jumping in this thing. He'll get his seasoning I eventually. Got to ask Florio about the bush push. I wanted to ask Florio about uh, the first round coach. Wasted interview. Answered it. And I forgot to ask him about uh, three quarterbacks. What, what about, do we What do we do going forward? I know it was such an I've anomaly. Heard you have none. It's, it's probably true. Oh, you're talking about San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. But is that ever going to happen again? But I, is I, that an important rule? I don't know what we do someday. Because I I have a lot of hope for Double A. And he, I don't know if he's hearing this right now. I do love, uh, even though he, he keeps he's he's more secretive about his life than you. I are. didn't know it was his birthday yesterday. Well, he didn't even tell us it was his birthday. Now nah, he doesn't have an obligation to run around saying it's my birthday. I just assumed he'd have a shirt on 
that he got for free right. that said happy yeah. birthday yeah. to said Anthony. My birthday yeah. is February 1st. Yeah, so and all I got was this stupid shirt. He's yeah. very quiet about his birthday. But, uh, it was laundry day. I, you know, you learn. You also learn when to give it up because he knows he's going to have to defend that stance again. The problem is. They ain't is going that, away. The problem is I think that you are going to. I think you're going to flip. And I think you're going to go to that. Well, I trade Nick Chubb. I trade Nick Chubb, and I'm going because I want I want talented football players, and I know today's not the day we're going to do it, but I also know that there will be a day. So we're just kind of sitting here. Oh, so that's what the show becomes. That Super Bowl is going to be played in another yeah. week and a couple days, and then get ready. The, there, there are several things in our heads that we all just sit here and stare at each other because we know a fight's going to ensue, and we're just waiting for the fight to start. So just imagine yourself in a battlefield just staring at each other waiting for the fight to start cuz that's what we do. And we're just it's going to happen cuz I I'm, I'm t- if I can just share with you guys and this is a football related take this is even a show related take I I got a bad feeling. I got a bad feeling they're Oh gonna, about what? I got a bad feeling they're going to trade his ass and everybody's going to line up and Come on. Great. I'm telling you, I got to I got to I I have no incl- I have no information at all. Zero. I have a bad feeling they're going to do something like that. They're going to trade him, and I'm going to freak out, and everybody's going to come after me because they're going to, oh, no, you get your first-round pick. It's a running back. Kid, it's a running back, and I'm going to get so pissed. I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be pissed. I just can't have a simple offseason. If they they don't trade Nick Chubb, I'll call him – I'm not going to call them geniuses, but I'm going to say at least they have some. I am telling sense. you, one of the biggest days in this radio station's history was the Trent Richardson day. We went into but bonus I agreed coverage. With it, it, it wasn't was, that good. It was eight hours consecutive of the world is ending. What is and then looking back, it's kind of comical. It's now we realize a Trent Richardson wasn't good, and b what they around do. the league, what are running backs really worth? And they got a first round pick, and that was a big day. I'll tell you another big day. Station's history. I know this is uh, off the cup. The Kyrie Irving wanting out day. The day that I remember, I remember I was, where I was when that was I was announced. coming back from a golf course. I was on, was that the Jamestown River? Because Chautauqua doesn't it turn, feed into a river? I believe so, yes. We were fishing on Lake Chautauqua in New York. I was right underneath a bridge just outside of down, right underneath a bridge in, in downtown Jamestown, New York. Birthplace of Lucille Ball. They have a mm-hmm. uh, museum there. And I looked at my phone. I'm oh, like, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. That was that was not a good day because I was like, man, I'm going back to Monday. Now. We were wondering, is that the end? Is LeBron now? Is this yeah. the end of LeBron? If Kyrie ever, wants out, and foreshadowing, it was a year later. You don't ever want to feel like you did that day. No, you were under a bridge. I was. It was bad. <laughs> it was a bad time. But I, I'm already know. I already know that it's gonna be. It's gonna get ugly. It's gonna get nasty. Not gonna be a good offseason. I just. I try to. I try to warn everybody. Don't get too attached to the players. I know it's easier said than done, and I'm in the media. Oh, man, it's so the I, chub. I do. I know, and I I do this. So I've just seen so many players come and go, every sport, and I pay attention to what happens around the league, and it's never pretty. And I warned everybody about Baker Mayfield, even when he was good. I'm like, there's gonna come a day where it ends badly, unless it's John Elway winning the second Super Bowl and walking off. That's the only time. And then what happens? John Elway comes back. And wins, yeah. and then people hate him again. Like People hate him for the first time, really, because yeah. of, of being in the front office. Almost every guy ends up getting crapped on. Tom Brady in New England. It always ends bad. That's why I say it's tough. It's easier said than done. Can't get close to these guys. And those are the lessons that were taught to me 
by people that left my family. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 